Rabbi Nachman does say, you know. It's a packed room over here. You guys can't see the audience behind. I guess Rabbi Nachman's right, you know. A little late sinus is, is, is a good thing. Okay. Sichem Embez, yeah? Massive Sicha. Four lines. Let's see. Let's see how many minutes we can uh, we can pull out of these four lines. <clears throat> so, if you remember, I don't know. This is already a few weeks ago. In Memalif, we were talking about Leif Nishra and Atzvus. That's probably a little long, long time ago. The difference between Leif Nishra and Atzvus, although one could think they're very similar, right? Atzvus is usually translated as as depression. Leif Nishbar is means a broken heart. So one can think that they're synonymous. <clears throat> and in Sicha Memalif. Rabbi Nachman already told us that they are from two totally different places. Whereas Atzvus has come from the tchol, the spleen, the lower aspect of a person. Lev Nishbar is coming from the heart. It's a broken heart. Two totally different places. And Rabbi Nachman told us that it's Kedai. And we'll see again tonight. That it's actually Kedai and important to spend an hour a day. A zman of his bodhidus in the Indian of Lev Nishbar. To proactively go into a state of being brokenhearted. Whereas Atzvus, Asr. You're not allowed to do that as much as possible, to be in a state of Atzvus. Yeah? We'll have to see, you know, the, the current events now. I want us to understand, you know, where, where we're holding. Is it Atzvus or is it Lev Nishbar? person has to determine where, where his emotions are coming from. What, how would you define those emotions? If they're Atzvus, that's no good. Lev Nishbar, good. But even in Lev Nishbar, it has to also be understood that it can't be all day. If a person has the ability, if a person is totally broken, Lalein, who's somebody's family member, was taken, you don't tell that person, he, the person's broken the whole day. You don't say, Rabbi Nachman only stands one hour. Like, that's not, that's not the time. But we're talking about us, who are, you know, far away from that, from those current events. Right? In, in proximity. So how should we go about, you know, the avoda of, right? The pain that, that Klai Yisrael has, has suffered and maybe is suffering. So in Membez, the Menachem says like this. He defines what is the difference between Atzvus and Lev Nishbar. In Mem Aleph, he said where it comes from. And now he gives a little bit more of a definition. So he says, Atzvus who... It's like being angry. Like a person is, what's misraim and mislonin? Complaining. A person is resentful, is complaining against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu didn't Fulfill his rotson, his wants, his desires. He didn't get what he wants, so he's angry, and he's resentful. He's complaining against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Says Rabbi Nachman, that's what Atzvah is. Now I'm just going to point out, this. I'm, I'm reading it in a certain way now, but I don't even think this is really how you read Rabbi Nachman. But I'm reading it in this way. Atzvah who? Kamo, like a person who's angry, who's complaining and resentful against the Kaddish Baruch Hu for not fulfilling his rotson. Let's just finish off. Avaliv Nishbar, a broken heart, broken hearted person who's who keben hamischate lifnei aviv. It's like a child who hamischate. It's a hard word. Huh? Sin. So it sounds like sinned, 
But the way they translate it, and we'll bring some other rise towards the end, it's like pleading. Like a child who's pleading before his father. Ketinok, shekovel, like a child who's complaining, uboche, and crying, lifnei aviv, al shenesrach ekimimeno, that he's been, that he feels distant from him. There's another place. So this is the difference, the basic difference between Atzus and Lev Nishmar. Now let's, let's go back into it. So Rebbe says, Atzus who? Kemoshu who The way I read it originally, which is the way I think I read it for a long time, is that Atzus is like someone who's angry. Even though he doesn't look angry, right? The depressed person doesn't look angry. They looked, they just like lifeless. What? Kemoshu. I'm sorry, what did I say? Yeah, that's how I, that's how I read it. That's why I translate. I read it and translated it the first time. That's not what he says. So the first way I translated it, and I think this may be how people read it, it's, he's like an angry person who's complaining and resentful, even though he's not saying it like that. This is that's what's going. Rabbi Nachman's explaining what's going on inside the person. But I don't think that's how you read it. Atzis who kimo mi It's as it's like someone who's angry. It doesn't say Atzvus is ke, bika, like he's Bikas. Right? If Rabbi Nachman meant to say that Atzvus is a person's Bikas, it should say Atzvus who? He's Bikas to Barogas. Misraim, or Mislone in a love, he's complaining. It's not what it says. It says, Kemo Mishahu. It's as if. Meaning like what? Meaning like, when a person doesn't get what he wants. He has a certain he has a certain desire. He doesn't get what he wants. So person A comes angry. Why didn't I get what I wanted? I expected it. I wanted it. I didn't get it. And I'm upset. I have a complaint against you. Whoever didn't give him what he wants. He's angry, resentful, complaining. That's the person who's Bakasa Baroga's Kimo or Shemisraim and Misalonin. Classic. Right? You have kids like that all the time, right? They didn't get what they want, they expected it, and they get angry. They have complaints against their parents. Why didn't I get that? Why did he get that? Why did she get that? <clears throat> Rabbi Nachman is not saying that a depressed person is angry. A depressed person is emotional. An angry person is emotional. He is having an emotional reaction, an emotional response to not getting what he wants. His emotions happen to be anger, which then comes out in the action of complaining, screaming, carrying on, being resentful. A depressed person is also somebody who did not get what they wanted. So, so, a person is depressed, and now, again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist. There could be different types of depression, clinical versus... But let's talk about the classic depression. And Atzis, as we've explained, doesn't just mean a person is... It's like in bed depressed. It means he's... I need a better word. Depression is not such a good word. He's like down. Even that's a, it's a vague, but it's a good word. He's down. Right? I'm not going to say he's... A, we're back. Yeah, we're back. It's what we haven't had sheer in a long time. I know, but just in general, like you used to say it like everywhere I go. You yeah, I was in the droopy, drew, drew, you know, mode. Now I'm coming back to it. <laughs> So he's a stickle, it could be like a droopy drew, actually. Yeah. He's droopy. This guy loves it. 
I want to make you like a sweatshirt or something. Don't be a droopy Jew. Do it. Let's go merch, man. Isn't that what it's all about nowadays? Exactly. Merch. Anyway, so you have this person. He didn't get what he wanted. Now, he's not, for whatever reason, either it's not his personality. Some people don't get what they want. Not everybody gets angry, right? Not everybody gets like fiery. Some people are from the mid of Aish. You know, there's four, there's four elements that everything in the world is based off of. Aish, Maim, Ruach, and Afra. Fire, water, wind, and dust, dirt, earth, right? So you have some people whose personality is Aish, they're fiery. So when they're excited, they're super excited. When they're angry, they're really angry. But then you have people who are from, from the Midah, more of, of Afra. Afra, dirt. So when they don't get what they want, what's their go-to emotional response? Droopy Jew. Sometimes it's so bad they, they, don't, they don't want to get out of bed. They don't want to do anything. They feel that there's, the chiyas has left them. Right? Each, even bad midas, some have miles over the others. Like an aish type person, he at least has a mile where he's on fire. Even though he's angry, but if you could harness that energy, you could manage turn him into something powerful. The droopy, it's hard to, you need to give the kid life. He's probably has no life. There's no energy in him at all. Which is what's going on, I think, more and more nowadays. You know, the kids, they're, they're more or less, they're more droopy than angry. It's like video games. They're just like, they're just like zoned out of life. I've, sometimes I've talked to teachers here, you know, in, in the schools and they're, uh, <laughs> how do you, how do you get, you come to class and you're trying to teach, they're, they're partially sleeping. They're not, not that they're actually sleeping because they're all like phoned out. They're brain, they're like zombies. How do you wake them up? Hey guys, open the Gemara. It's really exciting today. It's going to be an Aramaic again, though. Like, what are you going to... How are you going to get these guys excited? Like, they don't care. They, nobody cares, right? Droopy world. Not just droopy Jews. Everything, everybody's just droopy. So that, that's, that's, that's a difficult thing. But I'll go upon him. So you have a person who's not getting what he wants. So his personality is the emotional response is to be sapped of emotion. He's commotion because of that he becomes emotional and he also is complaining. Now, where is his, right? Commotion, misrima, misloni. So, where's a depressed person complaining? He's not saying anything. He's just depressed or he's down or he's droopy. He comes to shul droopy, whatever. I don't know. Yesterday, uh, yesterday, work wasn't so good. So he's been droopy ever since. So he comes into shul the next day, he's just droopy. Now, by the angry person, he might say things. Complaints, resentful, some harsh words. But the depressed person's not saying anything. Where's, where is his complaining? So Lamashal. Lamashal. Or I'll say like this. Whether we understand, we don't understand, we like it, we don't like it, we say it, we don't say it. Everything that happens in this world... Hashkacha Pratis. HaKadosh Baruch runs everything. There's nothing to talk about. So whether you buy into that or you don't, that's what's happening. So whenever we react to any situation, any situation, any situation, every situation, is run by HaKadosh Baruch Right? Our Bechira, our, our Heshtalas is limited because HaKadosh Baruch defines the parameters. So any reaction we have 
is by definition a reaction to a Kaddish Baruch Hu's actions. Whether we know that or not. Kid comes home from school. It's not the best muscle, but kid comes home from school and out on the table is some food. Dinner. But it's not the dinner that he likes. So he walks in and he gives like a sour face. He doesn't say anything. He just gives like that sour kid face, which we've all seen. Usually they're also verbal about it, but imagine he doesn't say anything. He just sour face. And the mother is watching him. Now then she's not in the room. He doesn't see her, but she sees him. How does she feel? He didn't say anything. She doesn't know exactly what he's thinking. He just gives a sour face when he sees that chicken. Now the mother spent time making the chicken. Kid didn't want the chicken tonight. Down. She feels bad. Because his reaction is, is affecting her because she's the one who put the food out. So even though he doesn't say anything, he obviously is upset subconsciously at his mother. Right? He's bothered by what his mother put out. Again, sub, it's like subconscious. He didn't say anything. But she, but this is how humans work, right? She assumes that he's, he's upset. He's definitely upset. So she failed as a mother. Maybe he's upset at me. So is it any different when we're going through life in this certain situation comes our way and we give that sour face, that droopy droop face? Who, who's watching us? Who's watching our reaction? Kaddish Baruch And we have, and this is part of Amunah, it's part of B'tachon, but let's talk about Atzis right now. So anytime we go into, the, into that state, and Kaddish Baruch could not just read our faces, he reads our emotions, he knows what we're feeling. Anytime the emotion is down, right? And we're humans, and it's okay, we have to understand. But we're talking about, we're talking about a person who's doing this it's all the time, right? Everybody's going to have these moments, but... If you're, if you're feeling that way and you feel down, then you're subconsciously angry. It's really complaining against the Kaddish Baruch It's really complaining. That's what I want to get to. You're complaining. You're not taking it like a man. I'm not saying you have to be happy in every situation. If something doesn't go the way you wanted or expected, that doesn't mean you should be jumping for joy, even though at the highest madriga, you'd be better, but, but at least accept it. Be makabalit. Accept it for what it is. That's Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemaim. That's Malchus. That's the lowest of the spheres. But if you don't accept it, and you go into droopy droom mode, you go into atzvus, depression, sadness, not sadness, sadness is okay, but down, you're under, you're, you're not even in Kaddish Baruch's world. You're underneath. Which means you're complaining and you're resentful against the Kaddish Baruch that's, that's, I think that's what it means. So he doesn't mean that Atzus is like an angry person. He's not angry. But he's a person who didn't get what he wanted. And he's ke'ilu complaining against HaKadosh Baruch Hu for not getting what he wants. I think that's what Rebbe Nachman means. Yeah? I think that's what he means. Now, we have to understand is that why is it that the person's getting upset? Why is he getting angry? He didn't get what he wants. It's not everybody gets what they want. But you know one of my favorite words to talk about, which is expectations. This person had expectations of receiving whatever it is. Ruchnis, Gashmias, 
anything. And his expectations weren't fulfilled. Now, where does these expectations come from? Sometimes the expectations come from, well, I had it yesterday, so I should have it today. Right? I had money yesterday in the bank, so I should have money today in the bank. I was alive yesterday, I'm alive today. I was able to daven and do ruchnis yesterday, so I should have it today. And when you don't get it today, because the Kaddish Baruch Hu decided, the person gets upset, gets angry, gets bothered, complains. Again, I don't, I don't use the word angry, because we're, not, we're talking about the person who's, who's the Abbasis. He goes, he goes down, which is, again, in a non-verbal way, complaining against the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Misra'am Mislunin. Or you have a person who has the expectations. Why? He thinks he deserves it. Why, why shouldn't I get that? That guy has it, and God, between me and you, we both know that I'm better than that guy. Right, this is where we start to cloud, our, to cloud ourselves. What's that called? It's called gaiva. There's other words for it. So the guy, my gaiva, I deserve it, created an expectation, which is totally illusion, dimion. It's not real, right? Who made it real? I, only because I said so. And then I don't, then Akedosh Baruch doesn't give it to me because he decides it's better for me not to have it, whatever it is. And then I get upset because my expectations weren't fulfilled. Because I thought I deserved it. It's like this whole crazy dimion. It's all created by our own minds. Because the root of this is gaiva, that's exactly the problem. Because the whole Indian over here is that we're not seeing that a Kaddish Bohu runs everything. We're not seeing that. It's, it's a pagamina muna, really. Atzis comes out, it's a pagamina muna. Sprinkles of bitachon, of course. Has to be. But at least to see that it was a Kodesh Baruch who, who didn't give it. Right? We're, we're very quick when we don't get what we want to just be upset and bothered. Who are you bothered at? I'm just bothered. But if you would set the person down, he's bothered, he didn't get what he wanted. And you say, listen, let's just, let's put pause for one second. Pause. Let's just get, let's get it clear. Why didn't you get what you ex- wanted and expected? Because a Kaddish Baruch who runs the world, do you believe that? Yes. Do you believe that a Kaddish Baruch who is the one who gives you or doesn't give you everything? Yes, I believe that. So in this situation, he didn't want to give it to you. And maybe it's even for your best. So although when you push play, the person might not be happy, and he might not even be able to fully be macabre that yet, because he still thinks he deserves it, he's at least aligned to the ends. And hopefully, he can come to proper emotions, proper surrender, proper Kabbalah, to makabal di zisurin, bahava. But if he doesn't even have the amuna, the wherewithal to understand what's going on here, he's got no chance. So if a person is ba'atzvus, from the fact that he didn't get what he wanted, and it's ki'ilu, he's complaining... It's really rooted in a pagam of his amun, which of course is the Beijer Yisod of Rabbi Nachman everywhere. <clears throat> yeah? Okay. And as I said before, just to make it clear, we're not just talking about big things. Adraba, it's, it's, it's more often probably the little things. Right? The little things that just don't go our way. You miss a train. Davening didn't go well today. I don't know. You have to do carpool when you weren't expecting to do carpool. Right? 
You weren't expecting to do carpool, and you have to do carpool. So what do you do? What's the first move? You blame your wife, or you blame, you know, the other parent. But is that is that even appropriate? Is that with a Muna or without a Muna? Clearly without a Muna. Because if you think that this whole situation wasn't created by Kaddish Baruch Hu, then you're al der Kofer. Yes? So before we are so quick to respond with emotions, whether anger, some people go in the angry mode when they feel like they have to do carpool or they missed the train or they missed it. Some people go into the, the droopy, okay, okay, fine, I'll do it. You know, we go the other way, the other emotional response, depending on your personality or the situation. Even the small things, the daily grind, the little tiny things, that's really where it's happening all the time. We're not talking about the big things. Not the big things is for another time. Yeah. But if, you, if we get, if a person would work on his amuna, strong, real, it's, and right now we're not working on amuna, right? We're just talking about understanding. Amuna and bitachon for real. Then all those little nuances of the day where one goes into the angry, droopy Jew mode, he can manage turn the whole thing around. It's such a different life when a person takes, he lives A with no expectations, which is very difficult to do, but Louis Yitzhak could live without expectations, meaning my only expectations is whatever God wants it to be, it will be. That's, that's the best way to live, if you could live that way. Not, that's difficult, you have to get there. Right? I have no expectations in life, I expect whatever God wants, which is what actually happens. That's so you always have. So you're always you're always right. Meaning, when I live with expectations, I want this, I want that. Sometimes you're going to get, sometimes you're not. So you're going to win. Sometimes you're going to lose. Sometimes, but if I, my expectations of life are whatever Kaddish Baruch wants, that's what I expect, which is Emes, because whatever happens is from Him. So then your expectations are always fulfilled. Right? Wouldn't that be an amazing way to live? You always have your expectations fulfilled. I'm not, I'm not putting myself out there emotionally. My usual expectations are tied with our emotions. Here I'm saying, my expectations are, because whatever you expect it to be. Whatever happens is what he expected it to be. Because God... He's the only one who could actually act on every single expectation he has. We can't. We could try. I expect to make money. So I put money in the stock market. I thought it was going to make money, and it didn't. Right? I, can't, I can't force my expectations. Am I saying that word too many times? You know, sometimes you do that, and it, gets, it, it sounds weird after a while. Mm. Am I there yet? Not yet. I'm almost there. I'm going to stop in a second. So if I surrender to Kajbaru's expectations of life, I'm literally living every moment with my own expectations fulfilled. Who lives life like that? There's no possible way to live like that unless you surrender to the one who creates all reality and all events. Right? Again, we're humans. We're not going to have to do it all the time, but we have to, more often than not, try to get ourselves into that position through our amuna, through our betachel. The more you do that, the happier you'll be. It's a very simple mathematical equation. But we like to hold on to our expectations because we think we know better. Again, Viter, Apagam and Amuna. It all comes back. No, no. 
God, you didn't give me what I wanted. Between God, I know it would have made more sense if the toilet didn't overflow. Yeah? Mm. Don't, don't you know that? Like, why would that have to happen? It, it shouldn't have happened. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, no, sorry. You can't fight, you can't, you can't fight against. You have no idea why things happen. And part of why things happen is to teach us to surrender to Him. That itself is the biggest. Right? <clears throat> okay. That was part A. That's what Atzvah says, that's what we have to, that's what we have to fight against. Aval. Right, two lines. Just those two lines. This is Rabbi Nachman talking about. It's not like two lines of us means nothing, but his two lines means uh, pages and pages. Avalev Nishbar, what's a broken heart? Like a child who's pleading before his father. Like a child who's complaining and crying before his father. That he's far from him. It's far from him. Now, as we pointed out earlier, is a very funny lush. Hamaschate sounds like chait. Sounds like a sin, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you know? It's gonna be hard for you to. I'll just throw it out there. Have you ever heard that lush before? What lushen? Huh? What lushen? Like Says so a Gemara. And we're going to see that it was already a sicha that we saw a long time ago. Now, Gemara Tainus says, the Gemara Tainus is talking about Choni HaMagal. You know the mice of Choni HaMagal? Choni HaMagal, right? It wasn't raining. There was a big drought for a long time. And Choni HaMagal said, Kodesh Baruch says, I'm going to draw a big circle. That's Magal. And I'm going to stand in the circle. And I'm not leaving the circle, Kodesh Baruch until you give us rain. Fire. Huh? What happens? Remember what happened? It started to rain. It started to rain a little bit. And then Choni Magal says, Kodesh Baruch I asked you for rain. I'm not asking for little drips. This is the Kodesh Baruch So it starts to come down. All the rain starts to come down. Heavy. Choni Magal says, Kodesh Baruch I didn't ask you for such hard rain that's going to, you know, mess up the crops. We want regular rain. Regular rain so we can live. So the rain slows down. And it rains. Shalach lo shemen shatach. Shemen who was the at the time, sends to Choni. Il If you weren't I would have excommunicated you. For the way you spoke. How could you speak with that to a Kodesh Baruch Who are you to demand from a Kodesh Baruch And then he gives it to you and then it's not enough and that's too much. I should excommunicate you. But what can I do to you? You're like one who pleads before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he, God, did what you asked. So you're pleading and kicking and screaming inappropriate, yet HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you what you asked for. So how can I Excommunicate you when a Kaddish Baruch will listen to you. You're like Keben Shumeschate Al Aviv. This seems to be the source of what Rabbi Nachman says. Lashon Keben Shumeschate Al Aviv Va'osel Ritzono. 
like a child is pleading before his father and his father does his, his will, even though he's like kicking and screaming. Valecha Kosov Omer, the Pasik says, Yismach Avicha Vimecha, your father and mother will be happy, Visogil Yoladatecha, and the one who gave birth to you will be in a state of joy. Adkan the Gemara. So, on one hand, it sounds like Shemen Shetai is upset at him. How could you speak like that in front of a Kaddish Baruch who should, give, should put in you in Nidoi? And the end of the Gemara ends off by saying, Yismach Avicha Vimecha. You're like the child where the parents are happy with. The person who gave birth to you is, is happy. So is it a good thing or not a good thing the way he acted? <clears throat> Rabbi Nachman says in Sicha Zion. Look back. If you look, want to look back, you look at Sicha Zion. Rabbi Nachman says, Tov Ma'od. It's very good. It is very, very good if there be a person who can... Lishbuch sif lisicha. He should. He can. He can express himself. Shivchi kamayim libech. A person's heart is pouring out like water towards the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Berachem etachanunim, requesting, supplicating. Keben hameschate lifnei aviv, like a child who's pleading and begging before his father. He's not angry at his father. He's not angry that he's not getting what he wants. That's not the pshat. He's not angry and he's not depressed. Over not getting what he wants. We're not talking about a Pagamanamuna, and we're not talking about a Balgaiva. That's the depressed, angry person. That's his reaction. He doesn't get what he wants. Because of his Gaiva's expectations, he didn't get what he wants. So either he's an angry person or he's just a depressed person. And then he complains. That's the bad side. That's Atzvah's Kas. Here we're talking about Lev Nishbur. He's pleading, he's begging. He doesn't have what he wants, but he's not angry about it. He feels disconnected from his father. And he wants from his father because he feels what? That his father's the one who can give it to him. That's why he's pleading and kicking and screaming. When you have a kid who's nagging you for candy, sometimes it's really annoying, right? So usually we tell the kid, take a hike. Because it is annoying. But if we'd be a perfect father and we would step back for a second, we would, under, we would stop and we would say, if we'd right, get our own emotions and our own midas out of the way, this kid has a want and they're coming to me because I'm the only one who can give it to them. I'm the tati. They're coming to me. They're not running out of the house trying to find some other person to get the candy from. They're coming to their father. So... If we have our own Midos issues, then we get angry at the kid. Kaddish Baruch doesn't have Midos issues. So therefore, we come kicking and screaming, but not, not in a way I expect it, I deserve it. Choni Magal wasn't saying, I expect, I deserve. He was saying, Claudius needs it. Like, you have to give it to us. You're the only one who can give it to us. He was broken over that. That's what got him to put himself in a circle. He was being Moser Nefesh because he was broken over the situation. People were, were, it was a fast. So he's like the Ben Amistrate, says Rabbi Nachman, Ki alo Hashem Yisbar Kivar Karana Banim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu called us children, Hashem says, you're my children, us, Kala Yisrael. Al Kain, Tov Ma'od L'Farsi Chasu V'Tsa'aro L'Fan Avisbarach. So therefore, since HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our father, 
What does every father want? Every father wants a relationship with the kid. The kid has a problem. Don't keep it inside. You have to express it. But don't tell the kids in the back of the bus. Come to me. Well, that's part of our relationship is that the kid has, is in Tsar. And we have to speak about it. And it could even be that the Tati is the source of the Tsar. And it could be that the kid is wrong. He doesn't understand the father. Or it could be the father's not wrong. Could be. The father's not giving with the kid what the kid actually should get. But either way that the kid comes to the father, and even in a way of pleading, even complaining, expressing the tsar, again, not out of a demand from gaiva and that kind. Because the tat is the one, the only one who is coming from. Like a kid who's complaining against his father, betenuos shall chen verachemem. He has movements of chen and rachemem. One sec. The kid's complaining. Right? When my kid comes to me, he's complaining. He's flailing his arms. His complaints are annoying. And his flailing arms and his tenuos are annoying. Right? The whole thing's annoying. Get away from me. My Kaddish Baruch is not, that's not the way it is. When we come complaining to Kaddish Baruch, again, not out of gaiv, not out of deserve, not out of expectation, because there's a hisrachakus here, we're, we're distant, I'm not getting what I think I need. Again, not out of expectation and deserving, but we're humans, this is what I think I need, this is what I want. And I come with all the movements, Kaddish Baruch only sees chen, he sees rachman. He doesn't see it as annoying. That's a lev nishbar. When someone's broken over the situation, right? We're going through a situation now, right? Klai is going through a situation. So what's the response? Do you see Yad Hashem or do you not see Yad Hashem? If you don't see Yad Hashem, then you might be angry about what would happen. You might be ba'atzos over what happened. Both of those responses are going to be directly against the Kodesh Baruch. Whether you're saying something or not saying something, your response to the situation Right? Whether you like it or not, the situation was governed by Kaddish Baruch We don't understand. Kaddish Baruch runs the situation. And therefore your anger, your response, your depression, your response, is directly connected to Kaddish Baruch You're complaining. Right? But the same type of person, can, not the same type of person, a person can hear the situation and be broken over it. And pleading for safety, pleading for, right? The Lev Nishbar doesn't complain over what has happened. Like the angry person and the depressed person, they're complaining over what happened that they didn't receive. The Lev Nishbar is broken over current, right now. He's living in real time. He's feeling a distant, a distance. And he doesn't want in the future that to continue. So he pleads, he begs to come back to them. And a version from a lay nishbar could cry also. Bechias does not mean atzvus. Bechias means being real, being feeling a disconnect. Lay nishbar, broken heart. And Katzker says, what does Katzker say? There's nothing, there's nothing more whole than a broken heart. Because that's being, that's being real. That's being real. I know a Kaddish Baruch Hu, you're, 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 you've done this and you're doing this. But Mamish hurts. Mamish hurts. And I'm not complaining over what happened. And I'm not angry over what happened, meaning at you, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but I'm broken over this, and we don't, and we want, we have to come, we have to, we have to change this. 
not because I expect, not because, not because I'm a Rabal guy, but because because I'm a Choni Amago. I'm going to make a circle. I'm just going to stand in that circle, and I'm going to dive into you until until this thing changes. It's a whole different, but it's all from getting a clear Amuna. If you don't have Amuna, if the Kaddish Baruch is not there in the forefront, then your response is going to be usually subconsciously against the Kaddish Baruch. But when he's when he's at the forefront, it's hard for a person. Now there are people. If I again, like we said before, if I would stop, put push pause. Situation happens, not a good situation objectively. You push pause before the person has emotional response, which is like point oh 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 one seconds in between, right? The situation and the response, we respond very quickly. If you would be able to say, before you respond, just remember, Hakadosh Baruch Hu did this. He knows exactly what he's doing. He did this. He has a purpose, has a reason, and he loves you. Push play. It would be a different response. It would be very difficult for you to be openly angry. How, how are you angry at a Kajabur? Some people can be. There are people, can be, there are people who could be angry at Kajabur. I don't want to... But, but a healthy from Jew... He'll be upset at the situation and that it happened this way, but he's not actually angry at Kajabur. He, he, he he's just sad that it happened, ha- had to happen this way. So that's what we have to do. To put a Kajabur on the forefront of every single situation, big or small. And then when we don't get what we expected or wanted, first of all, we try to lower the expectations, but be broken, live Nishbar, and it's very subtle. Be broken, live Nishba, but not be broken by Atzis. And that's why Rabbi Nachman says that it's, it's Kedai for a person to go an hour a day proactively into a state of live Nishbar. The whole day should be Besimcha, but one hour a day. Who's going to do an hour? If we could do two minutes, it'd be great. Hmm. But a person should go proactively into that state of live Nishbar and not, not be reactive, be proactive. Person should try to decompress all of his things that are bothering him into one zman and and go to Kaddish Baruch with that. That's the world. That's what Rabbi Nachman says. And see Chazayin, and we're going to see Mitzvah. Maybe we'll probably it's late now. We'll see you next week. And see Chazayin. No, we should only hear Sir Stavis.